0: okay with Melissa Stanton animator ma- ma- animator uh turn of fate is the short film what kind of sh- uh, animation is this puppetry there is different types of styles what, what how do, would you categorize this uh
1: so this is marionette puppetry
0: marionette puppetry
1: yeah so marionettes are the string puppets
0: is this something that you do like been doing for a long time
1: um i've been puppeteering for about 30 years but That's a long time, um yeah marionette work i only really started doing marionettes about 7 years ago
0: so what's the difference between a puppetry and a marionette like what's what is marionette puppetry
1: so uh marionettes are um like dolls that are that have strings attached to them and you operate them from above with a controller um whereas other puppetry more traditionally you have your hand up something and you're underneath oh, it
0: gotcha yeah yeah, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Got Gotcha. Like it being John Malkovich, they were, he was a marionette puppet puppeteer. Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd been doing the um, normal sort of hand puppets for a long time. And I thought I'm quite interested in working with marionettes. And um, and I thought it's, it's a completely different skill set. So I actually did uh, a, a professional puppeteers course at the Little Angel Theatre in Islington in London um, and learnt marionette skills. And then from there, I went to work for Sean Winter's Marionette Puppet Theatre um, and then started making my own films in lockdown.
0: Wow. What, what skill set do you need to be a good mar- Marionette Puppet puppet? Like like, what kind of hand? Like I'm assuming that you have to be good with your hands.
1: Yes. Yeah. It's all um, very delicate hand work because you've got to hold the controller then you've got to control all the strings. And different puppets have different types of controllers as well. Um, so you, you've got to sort of work out how each puppet moves um, and how it's weighted as well. Um, with Whereas when you're working underneath, like the Muppet style ones, um, your hand is in there, so it's your hand movement. But when it's the uh, marionettes, it's a bit further away from you, so it has its own kind of movement and they do tend to get tangled up as well. The strings love to get tangled.
0: That's I guess that's part of the learning curve, I guess, right? When you start it start. is,
1: yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So like how many like if someone like myself goes to school, like how long would it take me to to be competent, I guess, at least doing it?
1: Um, it doesn't take very long at all, actually. Um it's just like I say, it's getting used to what different type of control you've got. <clears throat> um, because you've got some of them have got what's called an upright controller and some of them have got crossbar controllers the crossbar controllers are the sort of traditional puppets that you might buy for a child they tend to be the the horizontal crossbars and they're very easy to to work to operate
0: yeah but i'm sure some of the the more it's sophisticated the harder it gets i guess right
1: yes oh yeah absolutely yeah
0: like when you want someone to kick and want to like say you want to have a boxing match between two marionette puppets, that would, yes. that would be difficult, I guess, right?
1: It would, yes, yeah. Depending mm. on the on the, the actual puppets, obviously some puppets are designed to do certain things. So there's one puppet that I've worked with that's um, what's called a dissecting puppet. He's a, a skeleton, and you hold the controller one way, and he's he's just the normal skeleton. But if you tilt the controller, his head comes off. And his his arms come away and his legs come away. And and then he he can do all of this sort of more magical stuff uh, in separate sections.
0: So tell me, so you said you started doing movies during COVID?
1: I did, yes. So um, just before um, COVID, I had some pretty major cancer surgery. Um, I had a, a large tumor removed from my throat. And so I wasn't able to work for um, about three months. And I just got back into work and um, been cast in the lead in a feature film when it all got put on hold because um, that we thought COVID was going to take off and be something big. And a couple of days later, lockdown was announced in England. And so, so they were right intent-
0: then. They were right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So then I couldn't work during Covid. So my mental health started to take a bit of a, a, a dip. And uh, one day because uh, I moved back in with my mum because she was older and we I thought it would be a good idea for us to keep an eye on each other and sort of pool our resources. And also she lives out or she lived um, out of London. So I thought it would be nice to be in the country away from the city. Mm-hmm. And uh, that comes with problems of its own, of course. Um, my mum wasn't the easiest of people to live with. And uh, well, one, works, day, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> one day, yeah, uh, one day I it was time for me. I was having a nap, and it was time for me to get up and cook dinner. Yeah. And I just didn't want to get out of bed. And mum came in and said, "Oh, you know what's wrong with you? Why don't you get up, get dinner ready?" And I said, "I just don't feel like it. I'm a bit fed up." And she said to me, oh, why don't you write a kid's book? I've always wanted to write a kid's book. There's loads of things you could write about. And I said, well, that's what you've always wanted to do. If I was going to do something, I'd make a film. So she said to me, well, go on then, make a film. And I went, oh, yeah, why not? Um, So then I started thinking about what I could write a film about. And I started actually dreaming entire sequences of the the film, my first film, Ghostlight. Yeah. um which is about a puppet theater director's life during lockdown um and it was actually while i was filming that the last couple of days of working on that film i started dreaming the sequences for um, turn of fate which is how turn of fate came along
0: oh wow so then the, your that that film the lock, ghost light a lockdown film by melissa stanton Yes, that's, that's a that did very well for yourself so it must have yeah. Felt good to make a movie like that during COVID and getting all this, these awards and accolades.
1: Yes. Yeah, no, it was it was really uh, a great lift. Yeah. And um, it was funny because my mum kept saying to me, oh, you'll never finish it. You'll never finish it. Then when I finished it, she said, oh, I don't get it. No one's going to watch it. Then when I said I was putting it into film festivals, she said, oh, no one will be interested in it. It'll never go anywhere. And then when I started winning awards, she was like, "Well, what do you get for it? What do you get for it?" And yeah, then she sounds I,
0: like a she sounds like a chipper uh, chipper woman.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> but, she, but then
0: again, she it's a double edged sword because she's the one who motivated you to make the exactly. film in the first place, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then I overheard her chatting to some friends saying, "Oh yeah, she's made a film. It's quite good, actually." Yeah. <laughs>
0: So then, he's like, "Mom, why don't you talk to me like that?" Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but that's you should be your next film the the mother daughter complicated relationship on, on yeah, puppeteer. That,
1: that is an idea that's bubbling around in the background. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. it's
0: it, it's it's like there's something something metaphorical and thematic about the marionettes, the mother and the daughter, and the marionettes who's controlling who. Yeah.
1: Know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: The marionette takes over and and starts controlling the other one. I'm just sorry you got me all all keyed up on ideas. So, well,
1: <laughs> no, that's good. It's a good thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so that's so the so turn of fate is a base is a story about a ballerina visits a fortune teller, and basically, the question I have for you is that have you ever been a ballerina and have you ever don't they call it ballet dancers now? They still love to call a ballerina. I don't even know that. Yeah, I heard that I think- by from. I heard that from the the like as I do we do show, show a lot of dance films at our festival. Yeah, I did hear that, but no no judgment on my part, basically because that's what my daughter does ballet, so I think we call her a ballerina. So, yeah. So she visits a, visits a fortune teller to tell her. So what what where did where did that kind of storytelling story, tell, story kind of take place for you?
1: Um, for me for me, I'm actually more of the fortune teller than the the dancer. Okay. Um, I did do ballet when I was a, a little girl like most girls do um but I'm I like my tarot cards I'm into my tarot cards and fortune telling so uh the ballerina bit actually came about because um simply because I had a ballerina puppet um gotcha. so yeah it was <laughs> a, it was my choice of puppets that uh influenced what she did kind of thing yeah um, uh, so yeah, and it for me it was more about the fortune telling side of things and the, um, the sort of suspense story and it was kind of based on tales of the unexpected.
0: Gotcha. So you still do you do, do you so you believe in the t- the tarot cards?
1: Are I you... do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, but as the fortune teller says in the beginning don't take it too seriously because by having the reading you've already changed the outcome because once you see what the cards say you're either going to steer yourself towards or away from something um so it you've already changed it it's don't live your life by them
0: yeah 100% i used to do tarot card readings back in the oh, day oh but right, yeah so but i that was another I, I that was another lifetime and another existence but i haven't i haven't looked at them in a long time and kind of went through them but i do I do believe in it too, because I think that there's a there's a spiritual energy that that's telling us something but yeah,
1: absolutely yeah
0: so but I'm sure other people do not, but that's that's everybody. but then again, they do you know anyways <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so so then so
0: then so then you 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 are the the writer, director, the producer, you're one of the cast members as well. That's your voice yeah. in the film as well, right? You're the fortune yes. yes, I am,
1: yes, yeah.
0: So you're so and then you have one, I guess, the, the son is, is the other cast member. But this is basically your film all the way.
1: Yes. Yep. absolutely. Yeah. So I am long, a one woman operation.
0: How long does it take for you to make of this like four minute film?
1: Uh Turn of Fate. I actually got made quite quickly. I made that one in about four days altogether.
0: And you shot everything. And like, how are you how are you able to shoot it and then do and perform at the same time?
1: Um, so I, uh, basically I shot all of the footage and then the voice is dubbed over afterwards.
0: So, so you should, not- but how did you, but you're, you're performing, you're doing the Mary. So you, how, who's shooting the film? Uh,
1: that's, it's just literally my mobile phone on, um, a tripod and it's just a static camera.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And then the, the person was spoiler alert but the person gets the death card but the death card doesn't mean death all the time right so but in this no. case it does
1: no um in in this case i kind of went for the the more dramatic um effect of yeah it means death um but it no in real tarot readings it doesn't but interestingly enough the tarot reading that the the fortune teller has is actually a genuine tarot reading. So the cards actually mean what she's saying they mean, mm-hmm. but in her reading, they're reversed. So she's she's giving the positive reading of the card, but actually in the layout, they're, they're reversed. So it's actually the opposite of what she's saying, which is another element of the whole turn of fate.
0: Gotcha. And who created the the fortune teller? It's like like... Character, like where did, did you Who, where did that come from?
1: Um, it, again, it's just I, I collect puppets, and she's one of the puppets that I had in my collection. Um, she's one that my mum bought for me from a car boot sale.
0: The mother, again, right? She strikes
1: absolutely, again. yeah.
0: <laughs> so, how many do you have?
1: I must have somewhere in the region of 150 to 200. I've never actually counted. Are you serious?
0: Where do they, where yeah. are they kept?
1: Um at the moment, they're in my flat in London. I'm actually at my mum's house at the moment because uh my mum sadly passed away a few weeks ago. Oh, I'm um, so oh
0: my god I'm so yeah, sorry there like, uh, no. go just...
1: um so I'm actually in the process of moving because I've now inherited two dogs um and mum has a a house with a garden and I live in a third floor flat, which obviously isn't great for the dogs. so I'm in the process of moving uh everything into my mum's house.
0: Oh really? That's a see. There, you have to make the movie now. That's like because your mom's energy is still there. You're going to move into your mom's house.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm sorry to hear about your mom's passing.
1: Well, yeah, it's one of those things. It it happens to all of us.
0: Um, eventually, I guess. I guess that's what they say, right? But you never know.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so okay. So you have where are okay. So you have. A, I can't imagine going into a room and seeing and seeing 150, 200 dolls have kind of creeped me out but i guess a lot like of
1: people say that yes
0: yeah. <laughs> like do you ever bring a date up there and say hey look at my collection and like that would be like oh, i'd be like
1: <laughs> um yeah there there have been a few dates that have come up there none of them have seemed to mind it very much but yeah. um yeah no they they always get comments people always say i feel like i'm being watched all the time
0: yeah 100% so yeah, a really interesting film. It's like it's like a really different style. We we're not. I think why it sticks out is that because we're not seeing the film festival circuits, not seeing films like this. Like we're very rarely do we see a marionette pup- puppetry film. So it's cool to watch.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's there's not very many. They they were t- having a bit of a resurgence with um, as you said um, being John Malkovich. There's another great film uh, about the same time called Strings. Um and obviously Diet Coke had a, a few commercials, certainly over here, um, that had marionettes in, but it's all kind of died down and, and gone a bit quiet. Uh, marionettes are very big in uh in Europe, um, and places like Prague, that Prague is uh, European capital for marionette
0: yeah. Oh, is it? Oh wow. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but um sort of England and the rest of the world. Marionettes are not that popular for some reason.
0: Yeah, well, th- th- just like in Malkovich, they, they got him. He can make it popular, right? That's the yes. point. That was the point of that yeah. movie. Well, several points, I guess. It was yes. it was more of a metaphor that he could start. Can, he can start toying and controlling people's actions. I guess, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah,
0: because that's what you're doing with the marionette puppet, puppet, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. 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 But you're making you're making it come alive as well.
0: Yeah. So what did you think about uh, the North American? We sent you the audience feedback. What did you think about what they had to say about your film?
1: I loved it. It was really interesting to see different people's ideas of what was going on. And um, no, it was really good because one of the things that I tried to do was not spoon feed the audience everything so that they could then use their imaginations and make up their own mind as to what was going on. Um, So it was interesting to see different people's ideas of exactly what was going on.
0: Yeah, 100%. Well, congratulations. So you are working on another film right now?
1: Um, I am starting to work on another film, yes. Um, I'm in the process of getting permission to use a particular song from a a mainstream band, um, which hopefully I'm almost there with that. Um, But basically it's going to be another puppet film. And it's it's actually going to be based on my own personal cancer journey.
0: Oh yeah, well that's that that yeah. A lot of people can relate to that either directly or or through a family member. I know I yes. can't personally, so not yeah. the easiest experience, right?
1: No, no, it wasn't. No.
0: And you are also do you still act or are you, are you are you? I
1: do. Yes. Yeah. I act as well. Yeah.
0: And so you like do you like go audition for roles or like what's what is your process?
1: Uh, Yes, yeah, my agent's doing really good work for me at the moment. I'm getting about two to four castings a week um, and um, I'm constantly applying for things. So, yeah, auditioning, um, doing small, uh, like I've done a couple of um, independent films recently for friends of mine. Um, So, yeah, there's a few things floating about. Uh, And I'm also doing um, a, a tour, a guided tour around Smithfield Markets in London. Um looking at witchcraft and witch trials in London.
0: Oh, wow. <clears throat> well, it seems like you're always busy. I love this film. I hope that you can send in your next one because I'd love to see it. And I'm sure we'll always yeah. program Chrome Romance too. So it's fantastic. And uh wish you the best of luck. It's like uh, thanks for sharing everything, your personal journey. And again, yeah. Paul, sorry about the, the passing of your mother. It seemed to be prominent even in this podcast, right? So she's definitely absolutely,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> good and bad right that's that's what mothers yeah. are right there
1: absolutely yeah yep.
0: got you on the journey but she had to judge you on, along the way i guess right oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you so much and we'll talk soon Yes,
1: yeah, thank you very much one two three four five six seven eight chamele